Welcome to Dance Heroes, where we talk about everything dance and hear from some heroes from the dance world. Here's your host, Angelo Magdaleno, a.k.a. The Pop Father. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, what's that? I'm right. What's happening? Poppin' Pete. How you doing? Doing good, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I had to figure it out. To go through the app, Anchor app. Correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that. So I was like, oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm glad to have you on the show. Uh, glad to have you on the podcast. Um, to the point where I could sing, you know, I'm just really happy to have you on and, uh, and, uh, you know, and just see what you're up to and, and, uh, you know, the listeners I'm sure want to know, you know, your history and dance and, uh, you know, poppin' Pete is with us on, right here, you guys here on Dance Heroes and, um, poppin' Pete, would you like to go ahead and, uh, speak a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your history for the listeners that, uh, may know a little bit about you but you know maybe not a lot about you well uh, uh i started dancing like 42 years ago i'm from uh, uh i'm from fresno california originally uh live in las vegas now but um you know growing up i've always been around dance always uh you know family dances i have like seven siblings so we, you know, was dancing around the house. Um, right, right. So I came in an era, or up in an era, definitely where there was no music videos and stuff. So our only resources was, you know, was television-wise. Was first was American Bandstand, then Soul Train. Right, right. So you know, watching, you know, growing up watching Soul Train and and you know seeing, you know, people. You know, I was like twelve. 11 or 12 when Soul Train uh, debuted. But, you know, his grown, you know, people were big people on there, as we were saying, like dancing and had a, a platform to perform. So, and I've always wanted to, to you know, to do things like, you know, you know, perform in, in the sense of, um, you know, professionally, you know, that's, you know, always in the back of, you know, kids in that era, in that era minds of whether you're a singer, want to be a singer, and, or a singer and a dancer because the Jackson 5 had just come out and all that kind of stuff. So, right, so right. growing up, you know, just growing up watching Soul Train and just kind of getting, you know, that aspect of it and just seeing people, you know, just seeing people, you know, and especially black uh, people dancing. So when I turned 16, that's when uh, my brother Boogaloo Sam started teaching me popping and Boogaloo in 1978. Nice. And, um, you know, from there, you know, it was just, it was, it was, we didn't know, you know, far as like, oh man, we're going to, you know, we're going to, you know, get on television. It was that, you know, aspirations. And it was more of this performing in the neighborhood, you know, doing talent shows, you know, things like that. But, um, right, right. so, yeah, so, in, you know, in 78, I got an opportunity. To, we, as a group, Electric Boogaloo's had an opportunity to join a a um, live show that was uh, was performed in Nevada at the time, 1978. So we got 
from there is, is, is the fishery. So that was our first time in a professional Yes, I'm still here. Apologize yeah. for the technical difficulties, but I was with you up to a, a certain point, and so I'm still listening. If you please take it from there, please. Yeah, we um so yeah, we joined, you know, we joined this um this show. Yeah. And, yeah. and that was, you know, after that, you know, we started doing a lot of television shows in 78, 79, because original Electric Boogaloo's. You know, we've been around. The group been around for forty, about uh, forty-four years. With this, wow. two different. It's a connection with two different groups. The original group out of Fresno was the Electronic Boogaloo Lockers. That my my brother Boogaloo Sam and and, and Chicken Wheel Darnell, Hideaway uh, uh, Skeet, and others had formulated. And then we moved. We had moved. Ari had moved to Long Beach, California. And that's when he came down. He started teaching me, my little brother, and neighborhood kids. Right. And, you know, so, you know, going back forward, so, you know, the original Electric Boogaloo's only was together for maybe a year and a half. That was uh, myself, Boogaloo Sam, uh, Creepin' Sid, uh, Robot Dane, uh, Scarecrow Scally, and Puppet Boozer. So we were with the you know those names a lot of people don't know because we you know that those that's the group uh there were six of us but the five were the group that if you watch the old soul train footage of us in that was 70 1979 so yeah so that group it, it was only together like a year and a half but we you know we did so much and um you know out as uh, far as the industry and getting our names out and stuff like that so and then we broke up and so this is like then I me and one of the other members Robot Dane carried on for a couple more years for 10 to 82, 83 ended up going to London to seek a record deal because we, we had we had joined a a singing uh, dance street dance uh, vocal and it oh, was wow. going to London yeah it was going to London and this is 1982 to uh H283 to try to get a record deal, but it, it it didn't come to pass. But we had a great time and and right. met a lot of great people. So right. coming back in '83, um, 1983, '84, we got back. Well, uh, end of '83, '84. That's when the movie Breaking uh, started filming in like February. Right, right. And that's the 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 movie Breaking was is what a lot of people you know they may not know me because no, of course the main character Ozone and Turbo but I, but for your listeners I'm me and uh, the Mexican guy Papa Taco was the ri- rivals of, of Ozone and Turbo we was called Electro right. Rock right, right. You, guys were, you guys were intimidating yeah. in the movie that was you guys did a great job on that you guys were very intimidating you know and oh man that was, all act- that was all acting <laughs> that, 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 that little acting that we, we 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 thought we had and you know we it was terrible it was terrible acting but you know because neither one of us are and neither one of us in real life character of course if you're playing a character you, you know you gotta adapt to what you know what that is but so that 1984 that's when uh you know that movie came out and right. you know, that's when I think I mean every a lot of people you know if you, because people didn't know me and they 
the the previous, you know, people of knowing the Electric Boogaloo's in that era would know me. By the time '84, and then I went to Japan from '85, like to almost like '90 something, back and forth, not staying there, back and forth. Right. So I was off the scene of a lot of things that was, you know, I mean, of course, uh, breaking had come to Southern California around like really like 83, 82, 83. Right. Um, and then when I, you know, got back, it was uh, breaking was the, was the dance that everybody was trying. Yeah, it was doing, but everybody was still trying to lock, you know, popping and, and waving and touching, doing all this stuff. Yes. So a yeah. lot of, so, so in the eighties, a lot of the eighties gener- generation, especially in, uh, the late eighties into the nineties, they, they didn't know of me, of my history of being starting in 1978, being a street dancer, being one of the original street dancers uh, of the second generation is a second wave right. because of lockers. Yeah, and the soul train appearances. And yeah. you guys, and you know, that was really, really cool. And and also, you know, you said you guys kind of messed up on uh, how you guys, you know, were doing the characters in the movie, but I want you to know for its time, it was a good job because you know we all liked it so you know i but you know you're looking at it obviously from another perspective of the actual person the actual actor so you know yeah, but, you yeah know, and, and also i'm looking also i'm looking at you know the the movie in a sense of of you know the real being not as realistic as we were in the streets because when that movie came out because even when i jumped on a movie and then, you know, I got, because I got hired after the movie was already in production because they had to get a rival. They was, oh, we need a, a, a rival dance crew for Ozone Turbo and, 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 and the girl Special K. So that's, yes. so they ended up writing us, writing us in. You know, I wasn't even, on, I wasn't even involved in the movie. I just heard they was doing the movie. And then I got a call yeah, yeah. and said, you know, hey, we, they, you know, someone, Shabadoo recommended you to be in the movie and we want you to come out to LA and read for the part and all this. So I had a part. But, so when I read it and saw and and I was on on the reel, I was sitting there every almost every day of filming, listen, you know, saying those lines and going, this is not how we talk. I don't know who wrote this. I, and I, you know, I got in, you know, got into it with the writers and the directors. I said, I would I would not have responded like this if this is you know if you're gonna do a movie about what what is going on on the streets and at that time I'm, I'm 23 years old I'm still in the streets I'm still you know dancing on Hollywood Boulevard yeah, and all that yeah yeah doing it for real yeah yeah so so the movie for me you know it really watered down the what it really was and and if, and I had a problem when the movie. Cause it was called breaking. We on the West Coast. wasn't It wasn't that much breaking in the movie. If you, right. If you, now, if they, if they trying to change the, the narrative or the title, the definition said breaking or breaking out, break. I don't know what it, but it was that word was 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 uh, a word that's used for you know for uh, that certain style. Okay. So. Right. So I had a problem with that. I mean, you know, overall, I see the movie as an iconic movie for a lot of people, and it, you know, and it 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 has it has you know, moments in it, but when you actually doing it 30 some years ago and you, and you, this, this person who's been in the streets for now, since he was 16, now you're 23 and you're looking at this stuff going, what is going on? Who wears these clothes? Why yeah, y'all got yeah. me wearing this? And who danced to this music? We did not. And the thing that you, the audience, you know, those who are breaking fans out, 
out here. The yes. music that that you guys uh, watch and see us dancing to, we did not dance to that music. That was overdub. We never heard that music until the movie came out. We was dancing to Prince songs, Cameo, uh, Roger Trotman, because we had a, the live DJ was playing everything live while we was battling. And they couldn't, of course, they couldn't get the clearance. The clearance for it maybe cost a lot. So they overdubbed the music. And I didn't I didn't see that until the day I went to the theaters. I didn't they didn't have they didn't have like a, a debut, you know, come in and, and do the whole star galley, you know, the 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 you know the okay. the people coming, yeah, coming together to, to, to pre-watch the movie. I watched yeah, it at yeah. a theater with everyone else. Oh my goodness, and okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it was, like, wait a minute. It was shocking. I thought we were doing okay. So this is a little curveball right here. Okay, I don't remember this, but you know, but I'm sure you had a sense of pride at the same time of doing the movie. But at the same time, you're like, wait a minute, okay, this is different. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like you know, when you're in it, you know, like I said, the outside perspective of anything, especially these many years later, when you don't know the inside of it, everything you see is. You know, on screen, everybody take that for for what it is, for the truth or for a good time, for a you know. And right. I'm not take I'm not trying to take that away from people, but you know, living it and then being in it and then going, this you guys. <laughs> and another thing, and another thing that no what uh, another thing that a lot of people don't didn't realize, we that was the one of the fastest uh, movies to come out okay now if you if anybody know about when you make movies or any especially on uh, uh, uh you know movies going to theaters they, they'll make a movie and, and it almost take a year before the movie come out you know it made you know, we start filming the the movie started filming in like early february we uh, we filmed for three months we were finished um by May when the movie came out, May of 1984, we filmed. We was what what happened was they were doing dailies. Dailies is they editing. We filming. They're editing, and because the the reason why Breaking came out before Beach Street and all these other dance movies is because Beach Street was being filmed at the same time in New York. Uh, fast forward, another dance movie was being filmed in LA too at the same time we were. Okay. The, the, the production company stated we want to get our film out before everybody because we started we heard about we heard about uh, Beach Street and the the production company went to overdrive so they were they were editing and and also doing uh, uh, promos and everything at the same time so we literally when we wrapped um, about a month later the movie debuted that's unheard of. We, you don't, you don't do yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, it was like so chop, chop, chop. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, every, yeah. That's why if you go, it's a lot of inconsistencies in the movies. A lot of stuff that's not. You got people. You got us battling, and the the, the extras uh, when it's when the camera's facing us, the same extras on our side. When it turns to Ozone and Turbo, the same extras uh, the guys okay. on that side with different different clothes on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, there's a little, little things, you know, but I mean, overall, I I get, you know, the movie was, you know, I mean, I want to linger on more about it, but it's, it was, it was, uh, you know, for me, it was just a moment and I was just doing, 
you know, got hired to do a job and, and yeah. that's what I did. And, and not knowing that over 30 some years, it, it's, it's a cult type movie. Sign. So it really is. Yeah. And it really did, you know, it had a connect, made a connection with a lot of people. It really, really yeah. did. And to this yeah. day, it just really yeah. does. And sometimes things, you know, they're not perfect, but they're just what people needed at the time. So, you know, again, for the listeners, you know, we're here with Pop and Pete. Uh, you may know him from the movie Breaking, but he's also, you may or may not know him from other achievements that he has done, such as Soul Train, appearances, and so, so much more. You know, Poppin' Pete is also on social media. He's out there supporting Poppin'. He goes to, he travels to other countries to keep the culture going and to show everyone the proper way of Poppin'. Um, Poppin' Pete, would you like to go into a little bit of that, your travels and sharing, you know, the love of Poppin' with with others? I, I wanna say I've seen that you've gone to Asia before to do workshops or show people or judge. Yeah. Yeah, I've uh, traveled. I've been traveling the world since 1984. Um, wow. You know, going, going to countries that didn't know anything, had never seen it. I'd gone Korea. I, I was in Korea, Korea, and they had, you know, there was no scene in Korea. I got to Japan. There was, Japan always had a, a dance scene because they, they watched Soul Train, but okay. doing it properly, you know, of, of, you know, popping is just one single style. So it would be popping, waving, tutting, all this stuff. They were still at a at a infancy, you know, the, right. a embryo state of it. Yes, but <laughs> but I've got but I went to you know France and everywhere, and it it was not there was no scene like Europe had you know breaking was uh, they was more closely doing. I mean, it was more doing breaking because you know being that at the that the East Coast is closer to Europe than, than yeah, California, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they, yeah, they adapted that. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I've been traveling, like I said, since 1984, all over the world, teaching, you know, from, like I said, Europe to, to Asia, uh, of course, America, you know, South America, North America, uh, Central America. I've done, wow. I've hit every, every continent uh, out here. Dang, that's a lot. Dang. Yeah, it's been, it's been, you know, you know, and it's it's true because, you know, growing up, I didn't think I, you know, a lot of places I've been and gone to, I only read in books, in history books or in a geography book. And and you wish, oh man, I wish I can go to India one day, you know, when I'm young and then, or Italy, you know, it was so bad that uh, uh, in in my third grade and, and, before the summer break, the teacher will always ask, so what are you guys doing for for the summer? And I stood up and said, my family is going to Italy. Wow. And we, we ain't went no, we, only thing we went to is Pizza Hut. <laughs> about as close as we got to Italy back then when I was <laughs> that young. But I but I was I was wishing because I was like, let me make this, you know, like exotic, like we getting ready to travel. We, we was poor as night. We couldn't have enough money to go around the corner. <laughs> yeah, you were wishing it into existence, and you know, yeah, you found yeah. your, you know, you found your niche, you know, which you're, you say your brother already kind of did as well, and passed it on to you. Yeah. And then you guys yeah. pretty much perfected it, and then shared it with the world. Basically, is what you ended up doing. And wow, that's amazing, you know. Um, and to this day, you know, your name is 
everybody knows Pop and Pete, you know, and uh, your name comes up. And if they don't know you, they kind of do know you. They just they just need to kind of think about it a little bit. And then they know, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the, you know, best poppers, of course, in California and the world, actually, because you're the one who teaches a lot of the people that are really good in Asia right now. You because yeah. of you, you know, they know a lot and the foundation of a poppy. Yeah, yeah, you know. Exactly. Me, me and Skeeter Rabbit, you know, uh, Skeeter Rabbit? Oh, God rest his soul. He, him and I went to Japan first together and started teaching there. And, but in the earlier days, there was no studios. Our, the teaching came in the earlier days. It's like, like we would do here, just go, you know, we, we in a club because there was, and in Japan and especially there, it's different. It's no, mm. the, the kids, they'll hang out in the day, especially back then, they don't hang out in the daytime. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, you know, the 2018 on up because they work. They party at night, but then they go to work or they sleep all day. So there was no, hey, let's go do a jam, a park jam or this and that. You only seen people at clubs. So most of the people who learn from us was watching us perform in clubs or watching us just dance when we go partying or going clubbing in Japan. Okay, That's how people okay, learn. Man. And, and yeah. yeah, in 85, you know, we didn't start teaching in a club. I mean, I'm sorry, in a, in a studio atmosphere uh, in Japan until the mid '90s. So it was like from it. It taken like ten years before there there was no such thing in in Asia, nowhere of a hip hop school. There was no studios. The only studio was happening in those in in those countries was ballroom, jazz. That's it. And and. Uh, so you would do I think the first time we did a, a, a class me and Skitter Rabbit was at a club inside uh, on the dance floor in the daytime where they let us let us rent that or use it and yeah. that's how we did yeah we did the first class and that, that must have been pretty cool to be there with your your best one of your best friends you know and just uh, showing you know your guys skills and sharing it and I can only imagine you know that that you know how it must have felt for you guys to to be you know to travel, to be able to do that, and then go back home and just have so many memories, you know, when you guys were doing that. I can imagine, you know, must have made you guys a uh, group stronger, you know? I can imagine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I was, you know, the, the, you know, traveling, you know, especially like I said, me and him going there for the first time, you know, we, we virgins to the country, virgin to the food, right. uh, the culture, the whole thing. Um, yeah. yeah, we came back with a lot of, we definitely came back with a lot of memories, but we, de we definitely come back with a lot of money. We came back actually then as broke as uh, at least I did. I came back as broke as I went there. Yeah, yeah. I was just spending. I was spending money on because I was, in, you know, uh, clothes. You know, not knowing the, the the value of the money or the difference in rate. And I'm I'm spending you know, hundred dollars on pants and going. Oh yeah, this is only this amount here. But I'm then I convert. I say, oh, I just spent ninety dollars. Oh man, right. what the heck? yeah, it's an so, educational thing. It's it's learning. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so. You know, yeah, we saw, you know, the 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 experience of it was was great, you know, to you know, to, to to get into the culture and to see how others live and and to adapt to what 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 that, that country uh does. And 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 the crazy thing is when we were there, especially because we was in Osaka, Japan, we him and I were the were practically it was a, it's a military base in in uh, 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 Hiroshima is near Tokyo. Okay, there's a but 
a lot of the Americans didn't come to Osaka. So you never seen. So we, at times, we the only black people in Osaka in that area that we was in, which is the most okay. popular tourist section. You, we never seen no one black people there. It's so funny that we just be walking and, you know, people looking at us like, huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, then, so then you're probably like, what up, what up, how you doing? You know, and then they're like, yeah. oh, okay, you know. I, I, it, it creates, I, you know, I, curiosity. It creates a, an atmosphere of curiosity of, you know, what's going on, you know? Of course, of course. Okay. And that's the, you know, that was the beauty of it too, man, you know, to, 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 Get to understand these people, man. Understand other people and how and and how you know friendly. Though you know we we had fun. You know, I mean that's okay. the, like you said the the okay. the abundance of memory. You know, for me, you know, of course I'm 23, 24 years old. Yeah, I, I want to make money, and I did make some money, but it was it was the adventure, man, the adventures, man. Yeah. Going there was freaking on a, a whole nother level. The journey, yeah, and then if you go back, it's probably going to be a little bit different from when you were there the first couple of times, and you could always, you know, you know, educate uh, younger folks about that too as well, and you know, and like you said, the people they're friendly, and you get to learn their customs, and uh, well, and then also you probably didn't know it at the time, but you were laying the foundation for what's going on now to where it's really caught fire, and you guys really you know, started something, sparked up something that, uh, you know, it's been lasting all these years, you know, we're talking about what, 30 years? And- uh, 30, plus, 30 plus years. Yeah, you know, gosh, and you yeah. know, at the time, maybe perhaps you guys didn't really realize that what you guys did, we're, we're accomplishing, you know, at the time. Um, but it's- Yeah, it's exactly. Now, man. Yeah, now, you know, because it was, you know, when you're in the moment, you know, you're young and, rambunctious and yeah yeah you know wide-eyed because you're in some other country yeah. and it, it's it's the fact that yeah we you know we know we give we providing a service we do our show people love it people cheer yeah but yeah. beyond that it's not it's not like we were thinking like man it's keep 30 40 years from now people gonna remember us for doing this because it was never for us it was never that it was all about you only can live in a moment you know, I, I, you know, in hindsight, yeah, you know, and I'm seeing it where it, where we started and where it is now. Yeah. Yeah. I, when people give me that, those accolades and those things, I'm like, oh, yeah, but it, it was not, it was not my, my, my drive. It was, my drive was to make money and to perform. That was, yeah. that's what I, I'm there. Cause anything, anything history wise only, only comes after things are, are, are late. Cause you, if you're out here trying to, say I'm only here to make history or I'm trying to make history yeah you can say that but what if it doesn't happen so right. things must happen organically and and let let the process because there's there's a bunch of dancers and a bunch of people that started at the same time I did it's a lot of people that started but they never got to a point where they got famous with it or right. they became something it, it was so you know my thing is I always say let the journey let, let the journey uh, and, and your story, when it's all said and done, you know, be be the record. Be the, you know. Right, and yeah, you guys really did did that. You guys really made the uh, a record for sure. Um, I was, you know, I'm over here in uh, Central Valley. I'm over here in Stockton, Lodi area, and uh, as okay. a kid, you know, as a, as a kid in 1982. 
uh, you know, at school, there was uh, some kids that uh, were, uh, these happened to be uh, a couple of Filipino kids that were doing, the, you know, waving already, you know? I was like, yeah. whoa, what, what's that, you know? And I was intrigued and, you know, I tried to do it and didn't, you know, didn't have much success at first, but, you know, I'd go home and practice, practice, practice. And, uh, and then, you know, we had a couple uh, friends move to Lodi from Sacramento that were very young. You know, we were all, you know, only, uh, you know, 13 years old at the time. And uh, they had some moves that they knew from Sacramento area. And so I was starting to learn different kind of moves. I learned waving, you know, in Stockton, Lodi area. And then I learned some more like, kind of like locking from Sacramento area. So I was putting all that stuff together. And, I, and then I eventually got really good at it after practicing a lot. And, uh, you know, it was kind of like when kids would fight, like a circle would form and they tell me, go ahead, go out, go out. Like, you know, they, my friends felt like I was good enough. And so I go, oh, okay. And, you know, first time I went out and then I did well. And after that, I caught, you know, I guess you could say I caught the, it got addicting, you know, and I wanted to keep doing it and I kept practicing and, and uh, you know, got into it. You know, we formed a group, my friends and I, and, and I've been, you know, doing it ever since. The only difference between ourselves is I joined the army, I went overseas and I only, I would only pop like after a few beers in private, you know what I mean? And I did a little bit in the club over there, a little bit. And yeah, people were looking and they didn't really know what to make of popping, the version that I was doing over there of it. And uh, I'm sure some of you guys' stuff came up, you know, to uh, Stockton Lodi area and uh, to the schools where, where we were doing. And uh, we were popping and learning stuff. And I did some over there. And, uh, you know, I came back and I was still popping, but privately, you know, not really until later on down the road, like 2010. And then friends found me on social media and they wanted me to judge some events because I had won some some trophies when I was younger. So uh, they said, you know, you have the street cred, you, you know, we'd like to invite you to judge. And so I did and I, you know, got back into it and uh, formed a nonprofit, you know, kids dance group and uh if you recall, in San Jose, we brought them to your workshop. And San Jose was inspiring Hope Community Dancers. I took about four or yep. five of the kids. And we yep. really, really got to meet you and enjoyed your workshop. And uh, you were so nice to us. I just want to thank you for that. You know, you were so nice to everyone at the workshop. And uh, that was very nice of you to do a question and answer where, you know, we could ask questions. The kids could ask questions. The young people, um, the, you know. Yeah, I remember you. Definitely. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, man. That's fun. Yeah, I mean the thing, you know, and that's my, you know, and your story is definitely a story, you know, just like mine. You know what I mean? I, uh, when I hear people tell their stories, it, I always just look at we all we all may started differently, but we, you know, but the journey is the same. You know, yeah. especially you know, you want to get good, you got to practice. Yeah. And if you, you know, of course, it's something that you know we you see for the first time, you and you say, I got, I want to try that, I want to do that. So that's the same same thing. I saw my brother doing. I went. Oh, I want to learn that. Yes. Yeah. And I practice. I practice hard. And and like I said, there was a lot of people that didn't uh, get to the uh, status that we were on. Right. But for me, it's not the the achievement. I mean, you know, when you get the accolades, that's all good. I mean, yeah, you you doing. You know, you getting uh, what you know people. Um, uh, giving you acknowledgement of your work but there are still people out you know out here in this world that helped 
you know, pioneer or, you know, introduce because sometimes the, the person who whom um, maybe not became famous, but it was a person that it, that put an idea or that idea or they saw this one person and that person uh, became something because because of the other person that they got inspiration from. Yes. So yes. I always say that everyone everyone has has a purpose, you know, and, and every purpose doesn't, you know, in, especially in dance, I don't have to, you don't have to become famous. You know what I mean? I know a lot of cats, just like you, a lot of my friends who started when I started, they, they later got 18, 19, 20, they went to the army, they went to the military. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and, and uh, but, you know, but I know when they were, they were the ones who was out here in the streets like I was, or we traveling to different neighborhoods, dancing, and people seeing us saying, man, what is that? And then, you know, and giving people, you know, inspiring people, so. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Definitely, there's people behind the scenes that no one has heard of that have helped also, yes, definitely. And uh, yeah, that's for sure, um, definitely on that. And, uh, but yeah, you know, we just, there's a lot of people that do their part. And uh, that's the whole point of this podcast is to interview people that have made uh, a difference, whether they're local, whether they're, you know, on like yourself, more famous, you know, and have done more things on a larger scale, on a macro scale versus like a micro scale. Like there's some people that, you know, you know, they've had little events here and there. And, you know, um, my point is to, you know, give the dancers a voice and, uh, and to, you know, speak about who they mentored them and, you know, get that information out there and maybe give some people some credit that may people may never hear about uh, if it ain't right. for, you know, some uh, platforms like this. Papa P, you were so nice when at the workshop you told us a little story about how you got your name, Papa P. There was a like a TV show or something like that, and you used to do like a dance or something when the when the song would come out for the show or something like that. Is that correct? No, I um, I had my uh, my name, my dance name is came later. My okay. name is, but the TV show was. Uh, or how I got my nickname, Peter. Peter is my name. Peter is really, it's not mine. Uh, Pete only be, became uh, in existence is when I looked for a dance name. My, okay. everyone in the name, my, my real name is Timothy Solomon. That's my, okay. that's my, you know, biological name. But, yeah, yeah. But everybody called me Peter or Peter Gunn. Peter Gunn is the TV show that I watched when I was young. Or my, oh, my okay. mom said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I remember something so, like that. Yeah, so, and then thus, when I got to the point of finding, trying to find. Oh, we're having a little trouble with the sound. Did you press something, Pop and Pete? Hold on. Can you okay. hear me now? Yes, thank you. Yeah, okay, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they did this, it went on the, another screen. So, Peter Gunn is my nickname when I was since I was three, and up to you know when I got preteen or, or uh, everybody started calling me Peter. Peter oh. is, is is the name that I went by. So everybody, uh, I, my family called me, neighborhoods called me. My name is Timothy. At school, you call me Timothy or Tim. That's what the teacher. They don't. They didn't know Peter. Okay. So when I when the dance name when uh, when uh, uh, when I need, when I was looking for to get a dance name because I was popping, 
I was trying to figure out what it was, and and since my name was Peter, and I tried pop popping. My name, the original way I spelled it, and it's P O P P I N G. Popping is that's how the it's, the style is, is spelled. It's not P O P P I N. It's right. popping. So I used that, and my name, but popping Peter did not work. That was that that was that was my name for probably all but about two minutes, okay. and then I was like, you know. Yeah. Like who 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 imagine uh, imagining you know now if I kept popping Peter that is such right. oh that's right. it's too horrible. formal yeah it's too formal yeah it's it's too, too, yeah and <laughs> and when I was young you couldn't if my name is Peter if you call me Pete I would get upset okay. he was not you could not call me that so when I changed when I used Pete because it 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 worked better with saying popping Pete. When I did that, even my family looked at me sideways, like, "What? Is, what? Wait, <laughs> wait! You don't. That's not your name. You don't like Pete." I said, "But it's the only way it's going to work because popping Tim, popping Timothy, and none of that's going to work. So popping Pete, it it rolled off the tongue. And well, it does. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, you, you you thought about it at a young age, and you yeah, you know, it, it does. Yeah, it sticks. Yeah, yeah, it sticks. So that's why." You know, that's how I I got the name uh, Poppin' Peter. Yeah, yeah. not Peters. And then some people out here be calling me Pistol Pete. I don't know why. I don't know why they do that. They they Poppin'. uh, They don't even say Poppin'. They say, "Oh yeah, Pistol Pete." I said, "Who was that?" They say, "You." (laughs) Because you're a gunslinger, man. Like you know, you could keep up with everybody. I seen you at that workshop, man, and you're popping. Your hits are so clean. And even, you know, you put us through a grueling <laughs> workshop just for the listeners. I want you guys to know if you take Poppin' Pete's workshop, you will benefit from it, but you might be a little bit sore afterwards. He does <laughs> he does have you go through some some trials of it, some exercises that, you know, are definitely oh, yeah, make my... a better popper. <laughs> yeah, the popping <laughs> drills, the popping drills. Yeah, those are the things that uh, I, I started doing in London and two. 2009 yeah um, you know, i don't want to give away too much but like hopefully yeah. you know we if, if you for the listeners take his workshop i'll tell you what you're gonna learn some ways to practice and and get better at you know your hits uh if you take yeah. the workshop so i do recommend yeah, taking- I'm, gonna be doing a, I'm gonna be doing a online workshop uh march 6th uh, Saturday, March sixth, uh, on Zoom, of course, it's the only way. Uh, so you can go to my IG page and get that information, and okay. uh, and also, uh, it's like twenty dollars uh, starts at one p.m. East, you know, only uh, West Coast time. So and in, in anywhere else, they figured out the time. So, <laughs> but I start at one p.m. on on Saturday afternoon. Nice, nice. Okay, and then people. So how do they? So they look for your IG information and go yeah, from there. Yeah, Poppin' Pete. Yeah, just go to ID Poppin' Pete, uh, and then or just, I mean, uh, just or or go to what is my my um, PayPal? My PayPal is uh, Poppin' Pete at gmail dot com. That's P O P I N P E T E at gmail dot com. That you know dollar sign. Popping, uh, popping Pete. Okay, popping Pete. So, yeah. do you, um, so yeah, do you, um, well, I'm hoping to hopefully in the near future have you come up to our area and do a workshop sometime in the near future. Hopefully, you know, after all this 
stuff goes through, we can hopefully have something in person and safely, you know, yeah. after most people have had their, you know, their um, vaccinations and stuff. And then that way we can all be, you know, safe and have a real nice workshop with you. Hopefully uh, one, one, you know, coming up sometime in the future, I'd really like to have you uh, come up for that over here in this area, you know, in the Stockton, Lodi area. No doubt. I haven't, I haven't been there. Uh, I've been in Stockton in a minute. Yeah, that'd be great to have you. Yeah, definitely want to do that. And hey, Poppy Pete, is there anybody you want like to give a shout out to or um, mention any? Uh, you you mentioned this event that you're going to have on Zoom coming up. Uh, is there anything other events or any future projects you want to go ahead and uh, let people know about the listeners know about? Well, you know, uh, I mean, event wise, there's not a lot of stuff going on, so we create that. But I'm going to be. I'm going to be coming out with a clothing line called Pop Life, which is uh, L Y F E Pop Life, which is which means the is is about the expression of how popping, you know, uh, helped me through my life, you know, got me to travel. But it's just you know my clothing line would would be would express of you know how how I saw the world and and, and the things that I. You know, I love having fun. Uh, some of my clothes would be fun, and t-shirts would be, you know, be fun t-shirts and stuff like that. And then I also am gonna be getting into uh, a bake bakery. Well, it's only one. I, it's, I make a lemon pie, which is called a lemon ice box pie. It's not. It's not meringue. It's a different. It's, it looks almost like a cheesecake, but it's not. So I'm gonna. I, I have a company coming out. Uh, I'm called the Lemon Pie Guy. That's gonna be. Um, I'm getting all that all that together. So I'm trying to get, um, you know, not just stuff about dance oriented stuff only. I'm trying to get into uh, other aspects of, you know, uh, businesses, stuff like that. Oh, so, nice. and, I, and I do, and I do music. I do beats and stuff like that. So y'all looking for some, anybody out there looking for some funky or, or pop or R&B? I got my own, pretty much my own kind of style. Uh, and, um, you know, I, I do. I definitely do music. Nice, definitely. Yeah, that's something that I know uh, we be interested in, and so definitely gonna be. We'll, we'll be looking out for that here on, on you know on Inspiring Hope Community Dancer Dance Team. I know they're they'd be looking for you know some new beats, something fresh, something awesome. So yeah, definitely we'll be keeping uh, an eye out for that as well. Uh, yeah, cool. man, I want to thank you so much for being on the show, Poppin' Pete. Uh, Man, this is excellent. Um, right. I hope to have you on again sometime soon in the you know in the future, near future, so we can. Uh, we, you know what I mean? No problem. More stuff. Yeah, we didn't get to talk about Michael Jackson, so next time. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely, yeah. You know, and uh, matter of fact, if, if the um, is there is there a memory that we can kind of bring up right now, really, you know, quick? I wouldn't mind, you know, hearing a little something. Well, no, well, the, the one of the best memories I, uh, of many that been around I work I work with him on several projects wow. from um, from Captain EO to uh beat it to ghost and then also I taught him uh, privately a few times wow so, I didn't know that I wasn't um, aware of that I should I should have been aware of that but I didn't really so, know that wow and so yeah so working with him you know uh it was on Captain EO and we was in the studio, I think it was the first or second day of rehearsal. And Michael Jackson, actually, even in rehearsal, he gives like so much, you know, like he's going. 
and I'm sitting there watching him and and I after he finished and we in rehearsal so after he finished I walked up to, to him like hey man Michael man you go man, you go hard this is a rehearsal man you you give it 100% Michael, Michael Jackson looked at me like you know and I'm, I'm taller than Michael at, you know, at the time yeah uh, he looked at me like I was short and said Pete I don't understand you know and he wasn't being sarcastic he said but I don't understand when people say you know, you're giving a hundred percent. I said, yeah, you know, that's when you, you know, giving your, you know, giving a lot. He said, isn't there one hundred and one? Isn't there two hundred percent? I said, and I'm looking at him like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, where is, he, where is he going with this? And then he said, yeah, yeah. I he and he broke down. He said, I start at a hundred and give my all. Oh I, man. And 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 that's 1985. And he when he said that to me, and he walked away. And I was, I sat there with the most, like, look on my face, like, like my mind was open, like, like, wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> he said he starts at a hundred, yeah, yeah, and gives all. And I witnessed that every time we did a project, the projects I did with him, yeah, I don't yeah. care if it's a video shoot, he is singing. He does not lip lip sync with his music. He sings over his music. He's performing. He said. I do this because I'm a performer. I live this because I want people to feel what I feel. So me trying to do lip syncing is not what he said. Why would I do lip syncing? It's my song. I know it. I'm going to sing it. Yeah. Even from if even so when he told me that, I've I I've tried to live by that, you know, uh, you know, giving my all. When I when I dance, when I, you know, I give my all, even at the age from that I was twenty I was probably like 20, 24, not 24 then. Okay. And when he told me that, and I'm almost, I'm almost 60 now, and I and that story stays with me, and I tell it. I've told that story I don't know how many times. Wow. All over the world. You know what? No wonder, man, because I see such a, you know, you're that way now, you know, you know, over that workshop. From, and, you know, that makes perfect sense now to me that, you know, you that I don't see what better mentor one could have or, you know, to work with someone to work with like other, you know, like Michael Jackson, like that would be like that's the top level right there. And, you know, that makes perfect sense that from what I saw from your popping work ethic. Wow. You know, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Michael Jackson. Yeah, that makes sense because he would and he did, you know, accept oh everything he did, you know, and uh, wow, oh just to be next to him. Wow, that's yes. a big achievement. Yeah, a- and, you know, and to witness it, not this is not no hearsay. This is not me reading it in the book. This is this right. this man told me to my face. face yeah. And, yeah. And, and and I took heed to that. I was like, this is awesome. Like that is one of the best advice. Like I mean, and to to, to motivate someone. Like if I was, you know, anytime I do, you know, a lot of times I do my class or so anything, I motivate people. I give them that story. I say, man, hey. Michael Jackson, he did. He said this. He said, "Give you all, because all is unlimited for him." That's what he said. He said, "I don't, I don't need this. Why I have to stop at a hundred? Hundred, hundred ain't even, hundred not even the max." People <laughs> say that, and it's most cars that go past a hundred miles an hour. So we know hundred is not the max. So why people make it the max? I don't understand that. Yeah, I know. It's, I it's know it's, that blows my mind away because now that you mention it like that you know how he mentioned it how he said it to you that's very true and it's like it's mind-blowing yeah. because it's like yeah why didn't i think of that you know and that's so true yeah yeah 
<laughs> so anything you do, you get you you put if you put the, the the that in your head of giving your all, that means you know wh- whether you know all is getting something complete, but at least you gave it the 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 all the effort it it, it took. Now and, and or something you can do and it becomes successful because you gave it your all. Yeah. It's not like but it, and it's still a, it's still a thing that you have to struggle. You know you know you got to constantly work on it's not like everything i do i'm gonna jump up but it when when i'm reminded of it when i i say oh gotta okay do this yeah you know everybody gonna some people gonna procrastinate we're gonna procrastinate here and there but him saying that yes just embedded embedded that in me so at least i know at least i know oh dude you gotta give you all on this yeah. Because you just can't half step right now, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I seen that with you with your workshop and what you were conveying to the to the people that were there to learn. And you well, you were touched by greatness. So, you know, you're just trying to sounds like you're just trying to pass that down, you know, that light, mm-hmm. that, inf- that that strong information down to to the people man. who take your workshops. And uh, man, that is awesome. That is so cool. Right, that's what I do. That's what I do. I'm a person who if someone give me, I'm giving. That's not. That's how I grew up. That's how my brother Boogaloo Sam taught me. That's how others in the industry gave me information and knowledge. And all I, do. I don't, I don't hold on to anything. If it made, if it made me a better uh, dancer, or even if it makes you a better person, why not share that, 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 that knowledge with someone so it can make them a better person? So just pay it forward. Right. That's what's up, man. Yeah. No, I, I get that. Yeah. And then. Uh... Yeah, and I see you know from your videos that I've seen on social media, you know, you give so much to your performance, you know, and uh, I, you know, we all appreciate that, you know, when we watch, you know, your dance movements and stuff, and it's inspiring, you know, and just wanted you to, you know, to say that. And for the listeners, you. You know, uh, how would we be able for the listeners to know how to be able to find you the work that you did with Michael Jackson? Some of the you mentioned, uh, it was called Neo. Uh, Captain Neo. Captain it's uh, it's on a. Uh... I mean, you go on YouTube. Just okay. put in, you put in Michael Jackson, Captain Neo. But you were only. I'm in. A, I'm inside a robot costume in that one. But uh, the making. If you uh, search the making of Captain Neo, you'll see me a young popping Peter and a young uh, popping Taco rehearsing with the choreographer and stuff like that. So what about that thing? And then you know, Soul Train. You just go on YouTube, put in Lecture Blue 1979 Soul Train performance. Okay. Uh, or just put in my name, popping, popping P P O P I N, not two P's, one P, popping P. Okay, got it. And uh, and you can find a host of, of things that I've I've done. So yeah, and thank you for mentioning that about the one P because that's important. That way you get you know right to the information, and you're not sitting there. Wait a minute, I thought I'm looking for this, but where's it at? You know. So yeah, so listeners, pay attention. One P and popping. For popping Pete. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah, that's cool. cool. So glad to have you on, man. And like I said, please uh, come on again, and that way we can okay. update the listeners on you know what's going on with you on your clothing line, and you know the you know wonderful food that you're gonna get out there so that people can you know try and and uh, buy and you know so yeah, okay. please let us know. You know. Okay. Definitely. Okay. All right, man. Thanks again. Phil Papa Pete, talk to you real soon. Thank you, my brother. You take care. Thanks again. Bye-bye.